bless the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice. Give him all the praise. Lift up your voice. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Amen. Amen. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are born into a family. Amen. Amen. We are born into a family. There is nobody in, on this earth who was just born out of a family. It's not possible. Everybody was born into a family. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And ladies and gentlemen... Um, I want you to understand that, hey, those, the two of you are the back, come and sit here. Quickly. Amen. Amen. Now, so biologically, you are born into a family, and spiritually also, you are born into a family. Amen. 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 And the Bible is saying that the family that we are born into our family is made up of um, people in heaven and earth. And he's saying that uh, 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 Jesus Christ is uh, more like the family name. That is why we are all called Christians. Hallelujah. So being uh, a Christian means that you are born into a family where Christ, the name of Christ, is put on us. Amen. The three of you, the three of you at the back. Are you okay? I said, come and sit here. No, you leave everything today. Let's 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 forget everything and just sit here and pay attention. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, so just as physically or biologically, you are born into a family. Spiritually, also you are born into a family, and. The bigger family of Christians, of which Jesus Christ is named after on this earth, is subdivided even into smaller families, of which this family here is one family. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So as you are here, I want you to understand that uh, you are not just alone. There is no Christian hermit. A hermit is someone who lives alone. There's no one, there's nobody, just alone, him alone, her alone. And that, that's why somebody can move and go and stay in the forest alone. 
But when it comes to Christianity, there's nothing like that. You can't be a spiritual hermit. It's impossible. You must by all means belong to a family. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So in our year of growth, I want you to understand that if you decide to isolate yourself from that family and stay alone and on your own, growth will be stunted. Do you know stunted growth? What is stunted growth? Okay, Matilda. You know, be able to grow well. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Just, like, just as when physically, if you don't eat a balanced diet, you don't grow well. In the same way, spiritually, if you don't have a balanced diet, of which being part of a family is one of the things that you need, you cannot grow well. Amen. Amen. So you cannot isolate yourself. You can't take yourself out of it and say that, as for me, I'm still on my own. I'm alone. I don't care about anyone. Nobody cares about me. I'm just, let's forget about everything and I'm fine all by man. It's a great lie. In fact, that is one of the greatest lies of the devil. One day, a certain man had not been coming to church for a while. The pastor calls him and says, oh, I'm okay. I mean, these days, Facebook Live is there. So I joined Facebook Live. Um, we have online prayers. Then I, I, I join. I even share it it's on my status. So I, 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 I think I'm okay. So the pastor decided to pay this man a visit. In the evening, he went to visit the man. The man was sitting down by his fire, just cooling himself because it was cold, warming himself because it was cold. The pastor went to sit by him, and there was an awkward silence. The man was not saying anything. The pastor was not saying anything. After about 30 minutes, the pastor just got up, went to the fire that the man had lit, picked one of the firewood, and put it in front of the man, and just came back to sit down for a while. The two men continued to sit down for another 30 minutes, and the pastor just got up and left. What happened? When the pastor took that firewood from the fire and put it down, both of them were, 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 were watching the fire on. Initially, that single firewood was burning, just like the pack was also burning initially. But after two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that pack of firewood was still burning. But that single log that he had pulled out, the fire started going down, going down, going down, going down, till so it was completely off. At that point, the pastor looked at the man's face and he saw that he had got what he was trying to communicate and he left. He spoke not even one word. By that single art, he has taught the man that if you decide to stay alone, you are not going to grow. Your fire will not explode. Your fire will not become big. Your fire will not become strong. You will not be able to grow as you want to. In fact, you are even going to retrogress. And that is why when I see people who put certain things in their way as impediments so that they take themselves out of the family, then I know that these are people who are not heading to the top, but they are rather going down. 
Watch the things that take you out of the family. Amen. So as a family, God gives us brothers and sisters. Spiritual brothers, spiritual sisters, Christian brothers, Christian fathers. So that we can uh, um, fellowship together. So that we can pray together. So that we can uh, read the word of God together. So that we can study God's word. So that we can listen to the preaching this evening. Hallelujah. So God is expecting that you and I are bound together and we flourish and grow together. Because as soon as you isolate yourself, no matter how zealous and on fire you are, as soon as you isolate yourself, you are heading for disaster. Amen. So as much as I believe in so many other things, there's one thing that I cannot take away out of the fellowship that families must experience. Amen. Amen. Listen, I like online gathering. And we are going to do a lot of online gatherings this year. But I tell you, online gathering can still not replace this physical gathering, this physical fellowship that we have. Amen. For the past week, as we were doing online prayers, I, I, I so loved it. I wish that we could just continue like that. But I realized that there's nothing, no matter how great online gets, and we are going to get there. But the physical gathering, as far as long as it's available, let's make good use of it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So God puts us together in a spiritual family so that we can have spiritual relationships. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. And one important relationship in a family is your relationship with a father. Hallelujah. Oh, I said a father, a spiritual father. Just as you have a biological father, you also must have a spiritual father. Amen. Now, you know that you don't choose for yourself your biological father, isn't it? The same way you don't choose for yourself a spiritual father. God is the one who gives you a spiritual father. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I said, God is the one who gives you a spiritual father. And when God places you in a family and gives you a spiritual father, you must, as a matter of necessity, receive the person that God has given you as your spiritual father. Amen. Amen. And it's important that you relate with that person as a father. Hallelujah. Now, just as you relate with your biological father, you must also, in that same way, relate with your spiritual father as is required of you and I. Amen. 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 So the question is, how do we do that? Let's go to Jesus Christ. Now, when Jesus Christ came on this earth... One of the things that he made us understand at every point of the way is that he always referred to his father. Always. I see what the son cannot do anything until he sees what the father doing. I and my father are one. Amen. Jesus was always referring to his father as a way of teaching you and I how we are supposed to relate with the spiritual father that he is going to give us. Amen. Amen. 
And it's important for you to understand that as much as you may have so many prophets, so many teachers, so many instructors, so many uh, evangelists, so many uh, different kinds of spiritual relationship, there's none of it is as important as the relationship that you must have with a person that God has appointed for you as your spiritual father. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, the Bible says you will have thousands of instructors, but you don't have any fathers. He said, for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have you not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Paul was making the church at Corinth understand that you may have many instructors, may have many teachers, may have many prophets, may have many what? They are all good, they are all okay, they are all fine, but nothing can replace the relationship that must exist between you and a spiritual father that God has given you. As the one sitting by you, do you have a spiritual father? What was the answer? It was a question, so when you ask a question like that, you must be expecting an answer. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. It's important that you don't neglect that. It's important that you don't treat that relationship as any other relationship. Amen. Amen. Because it's key. Now, when you see a person who has a father in his life and another one who has no father, you can see the clear difference. The difference can be so clear. In fact, many of the problems we have in this world today is as a result of the fact that many fathers are absent. Many fathers. And maybe you are here, you are even saying that, Pastor, what you are saying is true because I don't have a father figure in my life. I don't know where my biological father is. I don't know where he is. I don't have a, um, a kind of relationship with him. That may be painful, but I'm here to tell you that is why God, in his grand scheme of things, the one who knows everything, knowing that our biological fathers may disappoint us, our biological fathers may be absent, our biological fathers may not be there, they may not provide the protection and the care that we we need instituted a spiritual family where you can have a spiritual father. Amen. Amen. So you can have an excuse for not having a relationship with a biological father, but you cannot have an excuse for not having a relationship with a spiritual father. Amen. Because God has made a provision for you. He has taken care of you so that one day when you stand before God in heaven, you cannot accuse him that God, you did not let my father stay. You cannot because God has made a provision for you. Before God created you, he knew what would happen. He knew what was going to take place. He knew everything about your life. The Bible says he's the one who from the beginning knows the end and declares it. He knows it all. And so even before anything happened, he has already made a provision for you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why nothing takes God by surprise. There's nothing in this world that takes God by surprise. He's all-knowing. He knows it all. Hallelujah. How do you relate with a father? Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4. 
Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4. And Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4 is the Lord's prayer. What we have come to learn as the model prayer. And we, we pray it in school. We, in our house, we must pray it every single day. Every single day we are praying the Lord's prayer. It's one of the commonest things that you, 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 you must know. Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptations, but deliver us from evil. Hallelujah. Amen. How do you re relate with a father? Number one, always make sure that you refer to him as your father. Amen. 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 Always make sure that you refer to him as your father, both privately and publicly. Jesus told them, our father. Jesus was not ashamed of who his father was. He was not ashamed of the father that God, that he has as Jesus Christ. And he didn't care that he was Jesus Christ, that the whole family is named after, but he always referred to his father. Amen. Amen. Who is the spiritual father God has provided for you? Always. Not, not, is it, it's not that once in a while, once in a while, then you think, oh, this is, oh, uh, when, when something happens, then no, 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 every single step of the way. Jesus Christ, every single step, he refers to my father. My father. My father. My father. Right from the start to the end, on the cross, he said, my father. Why has that forsaken me? Hallelujah. So when you're teaching them the Lord's prayer, the first thing, our father. Number two, know how to locate your father. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, are you okay? No Bible, no book, no pen. Everything will stay in your head. <laughs> know how and where to locate your father. Jesus said, our father who art in heaven. Sir Douglas, are you here? Okay. You don't look at my face. Amen. 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 Know how and where. How and where to locate your father. The person that you got. Let me tell you something. Quit. Are you here? Quit calling and referring to everybody as father. Quit it. There's no point in referring to somebody as a father when you have no intention in relating with that person as a father. You see, in God, we have a culture. Every person who is old is father. Every person, including the one you are insulting. 
you are insulting the person, you are saying the person is your father. Because you see, whenever you refer to somebody as a father, what you are doing is that you are giving that person powers over your life. It's a very, very serious thing. It's not a joke. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say it's not what? A joke. That is why Jacob could call his sons and speak over their lives and everything he said came to pass. You see, that is why I'm not afraid of, 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 of anyone or anybody who thinks that he can say anything for it to happen to me. It will not happen, I'm telling you. Don't be afraid of anybody saying that, oh, I'll curse you or I'll do those and all that. Forget about it. Most of them are most of them is useless. Forget. But as soon as you identify somebody as a father, then you need to be extra careful. Amen. I said you need to be what? Extra careful. That's why even your biological father, no matter what that father has done to you, I know he didn't take care of you. I know he didn't buy the car that you want. I know that I mean, that ice cream he didn't get for you. I know that there's something that he needed that he didn't get. Ladies and gentlemen, as long as he remains your father, you better keep your mouth shut. Amen. Amen. I thought you will, you will clap by now. Hallelujah. I said, you better keep your mouth shut because he is your father. You cannot do anything about it. And as a son, as I said, you don't choose your father. Your father is already given to you. So no matter what, you just keep quiet. Amen. Are you here going already? Number two, know how to locate your father. Know how and where. You can't see somebody your spiritual father when you don't know how and where to locate the person. Amen. So find out how. The person with my father, how do I get in contact with him? How do I get in contact with, with where he is? How do I find him? Jesus knew where his father was. Our father who art in heaven. Number three, protect the name of your father. Hallowed be your name. Protect the name of your father. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Make sure that there's no disrepute that comes to the name of your father. And I'm saying that no matter what. But when the Bible said, Anna, your father and your mother, he didn't say, Anna, your father and your mother, who took you to the university and bought three cars for you. That is not in my Bible. Maybe it's in yours. It's not in mine. He said, Anna, your mother and your father, full stop. So that it may be well with you. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But I'm talking about your spiritual father, but you can even apply it to your biological father. Hallelujah. Amen. Protect the name. Protect the name. Protect the name. I said, do what? How can when people are insulting pastors, you join them to insult pastors, and you call that me, I'm your spiritual father? I am not. You see, anytime, you see, when you join such group, anytime you call me daddy, it's like you are calling me Mickey Mouse. Donald Duck, Ronald Rat. It's like that's how you are calling me, Mickey Mouse. When you say daddy, that your daddy becomes like Mickey Mouse because you are not protecting the name. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
I don't care what uh, uh, pastors have done in order. My spiritual father is a pastor, so I don't care what other pastors have done. I'm protecting the name. Hallelujah. So don't join them. Don't join the world in destroying churches, in destroying pastors, in saying all sorts of things when the spiritual father that God has given you is also a pastor. Amen. Are you here at home already? Number four, be interested in what your father is doing. Be interested. We are talking about how you are relating with your father. Be interested in what your father is doing. Know your father's heart. What is your father's heart in? What does he care about? What is he thinking about? That is what you must be interested in. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Ask the one sitting by you, what is your father interested in? What is your spiritual father interested in? That is what you must be also interested in. Amen. Number five, accept your, your father's will for your life. Accept your father's will for your life. My our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. Accept your Father's will for your life. Amen. Because as long as you have accepted the person as your father, you know that the person wants only what is good for you. My biological children have no problem accepting my will for their life. They have no issues. They have no problem. In fact, so many things I decided for them even before they were born. Even before they wake up, certain things have been decided for them. Is that not true? Is that not true? Because some of us were born in houses when you get home, the food is there. Whether you like it or you don't like it, that's what you are going to eat. In fact, I grew up hating um, plantain and yam. I hated it. Why? Because any time that food is prepared at home, it's prepared very early. But I'll stay out late and come late. By the time I get home, 8 p.m., the food was prepared at 4. I'm there at 8. The thing is as cold as cold. There's still as has that. And that is all. You can't eat it. You have to eat it like that. I tell you. I have to eat it. When there's any problem? When did I mean? When there's any problems? The only thing is, even in the morning, the food is still there. That's what you're going to eat for the next morning. Just all you know now, that's just an apartment. You get a different food to eat. So I grew up hating, and I didn't know that this was so nice like that, I tell you. Now it's one of my favorite food. Because I eat it very hot. But in those days, the will of my father. Amen. Amen. There are some families that they like, the father likes fufu and um, soup. So every day is fufu and light soup. That's what I'm talking about. Practical. Yeah, exactly. Accept the will of your father for your life. Hallelujah. Number six. I'll just close the next two minutes. Amen. Amen. Number six. 
Feed on your father's word daily. Feed on your father's word daily. What is your father saying? What is your spiritual father saying to you every day? That is the word that you must feed on. Number seven. Look to your father for mercy. Look to your father for mercy. What did Jesus say? Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. A father who is a spiritual father to you always has a very big heart. Amen. So you should not be afraid or worried about going to your father. Some people are afraid. Oh, if I tell somebody, it will be this. If you, if you tell somebody, it will be something. But if you tell your father, if you go to your spiritual father, no matter what, and that person is not the father, because the father always has a very big heart. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. So people can do all their foolishness and whatever, but when they come to the father, the father will be there. Look at the prodigal son. After going to spend all his uh, on riotous living, when he came, what happened? His father was standing there waiting. A father always has a big heart. Number eight, follow your father's leading. Follow your father's leading. Follow your father's leading. Follow. Where is your father going? What is he doing? Your father is praying. You are sleeping. It's a serious thing. Number nine, rely on your father's protection. Rely on your father's protection. How you are related to a father. Just like my biblical children, rely on my protection. When a big track is coming, they are going to hide behind me. Because when the track hits me, because I am iron man, I'll be able to protect them. They are hiding behind me. Instead of going to hide somewhere, they are hiding behind me. Because I'm iron man. They, are, they, they trust in their father's protection. Amen. So when you have a spiritual father, your father ought to provide spiritual cover over your life. Amen. That is protection against any evil. I mean, one day, some people were warning a certain great man of God, a father in the land. And the man of God said that, you see, there are people here who want to retire me. But when I retire, the things that are fighting me will start fighting them. They didn't know that the father, he was taking all the arrows for the children. They didn't know. Number 10, honor your father. Honor your father. Hallelujah. So this is how to relate with your father. And if you forget anything, just go to Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4. When you read it, you see everything clearly there. How you must relate with your father. So anytime you call somebody as a spiritual father, ask yourself, am I honoring him? Am I relying on his protection? Am I following his leading? Am I looking to him for mercy? Am I listening to his word? What does my father say? What does my father do in this situation? What is my father's heart? What does my spiritual father think about? What does he like? Am I doing that? Am I interested in what he is doing? Am I protecting and defending his name? Or am I joining others in destroying him? Hallelujah. Close your eyes and let's pray.
Thank you, Jesus. You want to pray just one minute, simple prayer. If you don't, if you don't know or if you don't have a spiritual father, you want to pray the Lord, help me to identify the father that you have given me. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Or maybe you know your spiritual father, but you are asking yourself, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Are you relating with him as a father? Or you are just calling him names? Names may not be necessary. What is important is if you are really relating with him as a father. Just as you relate to your biological father as your father. The same way you relate to your spiritual father as your father. Or you are just mentioning names. Or here's some people saying something, they're also saying something. It's not necessary. Rather, seek to relate with him as a father. Oh, in the name of Jesus, help us. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we give you honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord.